Thank you. Okay. Record to the cloud. Recording in progress. <clears throat> okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to Welcome to the Life and Torah of our leaders. Tuesday mornings <clears throat> live with First Seder Bis Medrash. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. Obed Hashem be joining the Shear. For more information about this wonderful live interactive program for Seder Bismedjish, you can log in from anywhere to their Shurim. Um, email Rabbi Greenspan at uh, Rabbi Greenspan at firstseder.org or you could go to their website. Okay, <clears throat> today we're going to continue our series on the Paiskim. And um, we've been going through a bit of a thread, of a family thread and a, a location thread, um, with uh, Rabbi Shlaim Kluger, and then we went to the Shuas Yaakov. And now we're going to Rabbi Yosef Shul Natanzin, better known as the Shul Umeshiv. And <clears throat> his yard site is Chav Zayin Adar Aleph. He was Nifter in 1875, Tuf Reish, Lamid Hay. Now, <clears throat> The Natanzin family is from one of the oldest, richest, miyuchas uh, families in, Pol- in Poland at the time. The Yichus went back to the Chacham Tzvi, to the Bach, the Marsha, the Ramah, back to Rashi. Throughout the Shailam Eshiv's Chuvas, you find, or in his Svarim, for example, in his Sefer Chidushi Agadus, page Nun Tesamad Beis, he says, Zikeni Habach, my grandfather the Bach. On page Kofchaf, he says, Rashi Zakeni, my grandfather Rashi, Shani Miyoitse Chalotzov, I am from his descendants. In many places he calls Rashi his grandfather. <clears throat> Rabbi Yaakov Emden, the Yaivitz, he calls Doidi Zikni because he was a grandson of the Chacham Tzvi, as we said, and the Yaivitz was a son of the Chacham Tzvi, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, so he calls him my uh, great uncle. Um, <clears throat> The Chacham Tzvi's father, we've mentioned uh, in other shurim, I think in the Shir on the Ber the Shara Ephraim, he calls him also, um, in Divrei Shol, Chelek Shiva, he writes, Shut Zikni Shara Ephraim, in the response of my grandfather, the Shara Ephraim. He also calls Reb Yeshua of Krakow, the Pnei Yeshua, the original Pnei Yeshua, we've quoted him many times also, he calls him Isa Bishut Zikni HaPnei Yeshua, um, <clears throat> referring to Rabbi Yeshua Heschel of Krakow. Now, in his Sefer Bito Maida, and that was the response to the machine matzah controversy that we talked about a few times already, he was from the Matirim, and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the share. but he writes there, Aniti Lolakel, thank you to Hashem, Choyter Migeza Kodesh, Avnei Shayish Tahar, I'm a uh, offshoot of a very strong root, meaning he's saying, I have very strong hichos, and the prayer that is always on my lips, that I'll be able to ascend onto the heights and to the pedestals of my forefathers, those people who are always fixing fences and they were always standing at breaches, they stood up for what was right. So he's invoking his, his tremendous hichos here in this sefer. Now the uh, patriarch of the family was named Rabbi Yaakov Segel. Again, they were Levim. Rabbi Yosef Shal was a Levi. Segel is Skan Levim. Rabbi Yosef Segel from the city of Brod, and they lived in the city of Brod, this fa- the family, for many generations. <coughs> he had a son, Rabbi Yaakov Segel had a son named Rabbi Yitzchak. The Shalom quotes him 
Um, he writes, B'Shem Avi Zikni Harav Agoyin Merein Rav Yitzchak. And Rabbi Yitzchak had a son named Rabbi Arye Leibish. Rabbi Arye Leibish is the father of Rabbi Yosef Shal. In the preface to his Sefer Yad Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Shal writes about his father, Harav Hagoyin Hacharif, Hashalim Oitzer Bolom. Hachacham Hashalim is a complete Chacham, he's sharp, and he's a Oitzer Bolom, he's a, he's a, he's a un- unbelievable fortress uh, of knowledge. So this was Rabbi Yelabish. Rabbi Yelabish married Chana, the daughter of Rav Doiv Berish Halpern. Rav Doiv Berish Halpern was from the city of Brijan. Um, <clears throat> and when Rabbi Yelabish married Rav Doiv's daughter, he left Brod and he went to the city and lived in the city of Brijan. The Rabbi Yosef Shal writes, he writes in the Chidush Yagodis, I remember that I was very, very young. I heard me pee Ovi Zikni from my grandfather, Harav Hatzadik Hamanoyach Mereinu Rav Doiv Beresh Zatzal. And he quotes him in a different place as well in, um, in Shalom Eshev, Madur Riviyoy. He writes, Roisi Bikisvi Adaini Ovi Zikni Harav Hagoin Tzadik Viyosher Mereinu Rav Doiv Beresh. He says, I saw in the writings of my grandfather of Doiv Barish, and when, when, when did he get these writings? He writes, that my father gave to me one time when I was visiting Berjan, in the summer of the year Tuf Reish Dalit, which is 1842. <clears throat> in Madura Shviya, he has many different um, Maduras of Shalom Eishev. That's the seventh Madura. Each Madura has numerous Chalakim to them. And he writes, um, there's, it's a Shiloh about how to carry something in a place where there's a Hefzid Gadol. You need to carry on Shabbos, but there's no Erev. But if you don't carry, it's going to be a great loss. So is there any way to carry in, a, in an abnormal way? So he talks about carrying uh, in a person's hat. And he writes, I heard from my grandfather of Dave Berish Halpern, in Erevin. In Brajan, there were no Erevin, and they had a problem with carrying their keys on Shabbos. And he had an eitz over there, a similar eitz um, to carry on Shabbos um, <coughs> in, uh, in a person's hat or a hat band or something like that. Now, Reb Leibish, the father of Rebbe Shol, was one of the Chashiva Balabatim in Brajan. He wrote a sefer called Beis Kel on the on Sugyas Hashas, and even though he was not a rav there, he was one of the more influential balabatim. And in fact, he even gave the Jerusha on Rosh Hashanah before Tkius in the Shul. In the sefer Divrei Shal Al Atayra, Rabbi Yisuf Shal sefer Al Atayra Tinyana, he writes an Amud Lamed Ches Shamati mi mi pikvoi dadoni meri verabi. I heard this from my father when he stood up in the in public in Brajan, to give and lead the nation with words of Musar. So he was a very Chashavat HaMachacham and Balabas. So Rabbi Yosef Shal was born in the city of Brajan in the year Tovkuf Samaches, 1808, and he was called Shal. Um, after his uncle, his uncle was Reb Shol from Amsterdam, the Mechaber of the Sefer Binyan Ariel. And in fact, he quotes him numerous times in Agadus, Tzad Yamin Beis, he writes, L'chach Kosev Doidi Zikni Hagoyin Mereiner of Shmuel Bivinyan Ariel. And this is a famous vart, but this is the source of the vart. That why do we read Megillus Rus and Shavuos? Because from Rus was 
the so that's where Malchus Beis David came from, and since David was born on Shavuos, so we read um, we read Megillas Rus. He writes this b'shem his great uncle <coughs> Reb Shal, and he writes also and also my great uncle through marriage, as we'll see in a moment, the Yeshua's Yaakov, Reb Yaakov Arnstein, who we learned about um, who we learned about uh, last uh, two weeks ago in the last year. Also, in Simon Tav Tzadidal, it says the same vart. So he quotes two of his great uncles from paternal and also from through marriage for this vart. Um, in another place, in Shalom Eishiv Revioi Chelak Aleph, he quotes Doidi um, Zikni, my great uncle Marin Rav Shol Asher Al Shemayni I was named after him. His father. Reb Leibish was his was his rebbe in the Akdamati Shal. He talks about his father Haroya Oisi Ma'idi. He was the one who shepherded me from from when I was born. Vyatzalai Miziv Chalkmasai, and he and he shined on me from the his 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 uh, his uh, wisdom. Vayashkuni Minachalad Adne Tayrasa, and he and he gave me to drink from the wellsprings of his Tyra. So it seems his father was his rebbe. Now his father was Zaycha to see his own son Oila Ligdula. Because his father was only Nifter two years after him, uh, two years before him, I'm sorry, in Tafrei Shlamet Gimel. So uh, he was Nifter maybe in his 60s or something like that, and his father was uh, in his 80s. So he was Zaycha to see his son become the God of Adar. When he was already young, Rabbi Yisif Shal <coughs> um, started writing Chidush Taira. Many times he brings in his Svarim, When I was young, I said the following. And in the year 1825, um, <clears throat> in the year 1825, he was 16 years old, so Rabbi Yitzchak Aroin Itinga from the city of Lvov took him as a son-in-law. Now Rabbi Yitzchak Aaron was a great-grandson of Rabbi Yudel Itinga, who was one of the Rabbonim in Lvov as well. This Rabbi Yitzchak Aaron Itinga was a son-in-law of Rav Mard Chazev Arnstein. Rav Mard Chazev Arnstein was the father of Rabbi Yaakov Arnstein, the Yeshua's Yaakov. So <coughs> he was, um, Rabbi Yitzchak Aaron Itinga was a brother-in-law of, um, of um, the Yeshua's Yaakov. Of the Yeshua's Yaakov. So, <coughs> excuse me. Let me check one thing up here, just for my accuracy. Um, yeah. So he was a brother-in-law of the Yeshua's Yaakov, and um, Rabbi Tzakarin took him as a son-in-law for his daughter named Adol. Adol. Rabbi Tzakarin, the uh, Shalom Eishev writes about him, He was sharp, he was complete in Midas. And he uh, he writes there that he supported his son, he supported him, um, he was a Gvir. He was wealthy. We know the Arnsteins were very wealthy. And he was a son-in-law of Ramart Chazev. So he was wealthy and he supported Rabbi Yosef Shal as his son-in-law. However, um, this Rabbi Tzagarin was nifter a short time after Rabbi Yosef Shal's marriage. And then his wife, meaning um, Rabbi Yosef Shal's mother-in-law, also supported him. He writes, his wife's name was Esther. Rabbi Yosef Shal writes about his mother-in-law. She also supported me that I should be able to learn Torah. In Divrei Shal, Tinyana Amun Chavches, he writes, Zaysa Marti, this is the Hesped that I said, when my mother-in-law had Sadekis Moras Esther, Beishis Padit Yaisa, when I... 
uh, eulogized her on the second day of Adar Sheini. She had been nifter on Rishchidosh Adar Sheini in Tuf Reish Yud Aleph, which is 1851. And then he continues, I'm sorry, and, he, and then afterwards, now his father-in-law and mother-in-law both passed away. So his wife, Rabbi Yisrael's wife, took on herself the yoke of supporting him. Like he writes in the Akdam of Yad Shal, he writes, Asher from the day that we were connected, Kimrimi al she removed the yoke from on me. And he writes, Her heart wasn't to wear fancy clothing. <laughs> he writes an interesting uh, play on words. <laughs> you know, it says by Sarah that she no longer had the way of women. She was not young anymore. But he used it to say that his, Sarah, his wife was not the way of women. <laughs> like the picky ones. <laughs> to eat uh, delicacies. That's not, she didn't go in the normal way of women. All of her yearning was, All my wife wants to do is to be able to merit to many different mitzvahs. And he calls on her, Eish Das La. Eish Das La is referring like to the Tyra. Eish Das is the Tyra, the fire of Tyra. Eish Das La is the Rashi Tevas. Aleph Lamid is Adol, that was her name. Um... <clears throat> Her name was Sarah Adol. So that's why he says, Chad And then he writes, Eish Dasla is Adol. He says, even though she's very soft and she's very, uh, and she's very fragile, it seems she was of fragile health. He says, but still, she, she, she works hard. And he asks Hashem, please send her strength and send her a refuah of all of her ailments. So even though she was a weak, it seems, and a very uh, a fragile, delicate person, she still worked very hard to support him. Um... <clears throat> In um, in one of his svarim, Meidus Biyosef and Chayshemishvat, he writes about a certain shaila. He says, "I'm going to go through the shaila now." There was a a shreifa, a fire in our city, on the night after Tzayim Gedalia and Tov Kuf Tzadi Tes, 1839. And he says, "My wife, she had received a certain amount of money." for Hachnasas Kali. It seems she was involved in collecting for Hachnasas Kala, one of those mitzvahs that he said that she was always trying to be Zoyche mitzvah mi mitzvah shaynes. And it seems that uh, after the fire died down and they went looking for the money, the money was missing and other monies were missing as well. And the question was if she has to pay from her own money to replace it or not. But that is how he brings the Shiloh over there in Eidus um, B'Yosef. Now, in his father-in-law's house, he had a brother-in-law, a brother-in-law named Ramard Chazev named after his grandfather. And Ramard Chazev was six years younger than Rabbi Yosef Shal, but they learned together, and they actually wrote Chuvas to Gedolim together. Um, <clears throat> now their uncle, the Yeshua Yaakov, he gave them um, the Ksavyad from the Yeshua Yaakov's brother, Ramayshu Yeshua Heshel, who had been Nifter young, and he asked them to prepare the manuscript for printing. It was a sefer called Yam HaTalmud. And they pre- prepared it, they wrote Hagoyis on it, edits on it, and they called those Hagoyis Mefarshe Hayam. And at the end, they actually printed chuvas that they had both written to different Gedali Yisrael. Unbelievable, they were very young, and they wrote to Ramart Chabanet, Reb Kiveger, the Chesam Seifer, um, Reb Hershel we mentioned him last week. And they printed it in Tovkuf um, Pezayin in 1827. Uh, 20,
um, when he was all of uh, 19, 19 uh, years old. When he was all of 19 years old. In the year Tavkuf Peites, they printed together Mogen Gibarim and Shulchan Aruch Arachayim. The Mishabur brings the Mogen Gibarim Kiseider and Arachayim. Um, that's from, they printed it together, Apirish and Arachayim, and they got Haskamas. Um, again, so this is what, two years later, they were, he was all of 21 years old, and his, his, uh, his brother-in-law was all of 15 years old. They had Haskamas from the Chassam Seifer and from Rabbi Eger, who wrote, they write about them, Hanu, Tregizi, these two brothers-in-law. Rabbi Yaakov Milisa, the Nesivas, also wrote a Haskama, but he writes over there, Kiko I can't see well. Remember, we talked about this at the end of the Nesivas' life. He had issues with his eyes. He says, I can't see the actual manuscript, but he says, I heard a little bit, a play on the words of the Gemara from their mouths and not from their writings. But he writes over there, unbelievable thing. He says, even though I made a gedder for myself, says the Nesivas, for many years, not to write haskamas on chiburim chadoshim, not to give haskamas on new svarim, but adaita dahani gavri loinadarti. But I never meant this these type of people. That's a very chash of a thing. The nesivas is writing on their sefer. Um, in Tovkuf Tzadites, they put out another sefer called Miras Enayim and Bedikas Hareya, checking lungs for trephas. And there were another two svarim that they, they printed as well, a, a, a other svarim. And they started a sefer called Nerma Ravi An Shasi Rishami, which would be like a Messiris Hashas, like we have on Bavli, where when the Gemara quotes one thing, he, the Messiris Hashas tells you where it is in other places in the Bavli. They started to write such a sefer on the Rishami, but then they had, uh, as they write in the, uh, in the history books, Nisparda Chavila, so the rope fell apart. Because of the machlaikis of the machine matzahs, um, unfortunately, their friendship um, took a big hit, and uh, they were no longer, I think, on speaking terms, um, as we'll see a, bit, a little bit later. In the Haskama to the Sefer of Das Kedoshim to the Buchacher, the Eshel Avram Rebuchach, the Das Kedoshim of Buchach, so Rabbi Yisuf Shal writes as follows. He says, he says, when in my young years, Bialdusi, I remember that the that the Das Kedoshim would come to my grandfather's house, Reb Doiv Berish Halpern in Brzezan, and he says about ten years after that, when the Buchacher was in Lvov, he was here by me, and we spoke in learning, and he says even though I was uh, very young. However, he says, when he left here and he was back in, and, he, and he passed through Brajan again, my grandfather asked him, did he meet me? And the Buchacher said, Bezehaloshan, Rev Yosef Sinai Vaikar Harim. The Rev Yosef, Rev Yosef Shol is a Sinai and the Aikar Harim. The Gemara talks about different miles of a Tamachacham, one who has a lot to say, one who is very sharp, one who has a big Bikias, other has a vast amount of knowledge, other has sharpness. He says, Rev Yosef is both Sinai Vaikar Harim. Um, <clears throat> so that's, who, uh, that's what the Buchacher said about him when he was very young. In Lvov, he had a yeshiva. He writes in Shalomeshiv Kamos in Yudches, and he Torin Moid, Belimura Yeshiva, Kizek, Kishana, Kavati, Lishurim, Kazidran, Lilbun in Tamidim. It's already about a year now that I've been learning with Tamidim, Dvarya and Biyame every day, and therefore I'm very busy. And in Kuf Membez, he also writes, it's about a year that I'm learning with Bachrim, Muflagim, unbelievable Bachrim. He says, Ki reisi, ki I saw the Torah was like waning away. No one's gathering the choice Bachrim to learn with them. So I learned with them, Tur and Shurchan Aruch. 
Now, just to pick off where we left off at the end of the Yeshua Yaakov's life, in the last year, Yeshua Yaakov was nifter in 1839, and if you remember, we said that Lichvaidai Levav did not appoint a Mimalamokam, a, a Rav, an Avbezdin. Instead, they appointed one of the Dayanim, Reb Simchanos in Ellenberg, to be like the, the, the one who answers the Shaila, but he wouldn't be called the Rav. This lasted for um, about uh, eight, 17, 18 years. Um, <clears throat> and uh, when he got older, unfortunately his son, Reb Simchanos' son, who was the Rav of Bashkovitz, the city of Bashkovitz, we talked about that a few times, and his son was Nifter, and because of that, I guess he was heartbroken, and he wasn't able anymore to carry the load of the city. So they uh, convinced him that they should give over the Rabbanus to Rabbi Yosef Shal to be Mamalamakam of Yeshua Yaakov. He was a nephew through marriage of the Yeshua Yaakov. And he writes in Shalomeshev, Shesisa, Simon Memtes, he writes, Vinei Bishnas, Tofrei Shiyad in 1857, Yud Gimel Tishrei, on the 13th of Tishrei, Nishalti Mipoi Levav, I was asked by the people here in Levav, Omeharav Agoyin Simcha Nosin, Moitztepai, and from Simcha Nosin, the Dayan from here, Asher Akabal Alay Mishos Hayro, I should accept on myself the job of Paskening, Veliyos Loi Ezer, and I should be a help for him because unfortunately his son, the Rav of Bashkovitz, died by Erev Rosh Hashanah Avar in this past um, Erev Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if he means a week, a week before that or a year before that. Um, but uh, So because of that, um, he became the Rav in Lvov. Now, <clears throat> so this was in Yud Gimel Tishrei Taf Zayin. His wife, who had supported him all these years, unfortunately was Nifter Chav Vav Sivan of Taf Zayin, barely three quarters of a year later. And um, a little bit after that, in the next year, Taf Yud Ches, Or Luyud Beis Adar, he married his second wife, Shifra Buna, who was a very, very wealthy woman. And because of that, he did not need to accept on himself any payment from the Kihila until the day of his death. She came with so, with so much money. Now, could be he wouldn't have anyways. I saw somewhere that he, Lechatzchila, didn't ask for a paycheck because he his wife also had money that came from money. However, it seems the second wife was, uh, sounds like his first wife worked worked for the money, even though they had money as well. She had to be involved in the business. Second wife, it sounds like that she just came with so much money that um, he didn't have to take a paycheck as the Rav of Lvov. Now, at this point, he became what's called the Meshav HaGadol. He became the, the one who answers in Gans Kla Yisrael, in all of Kla Yisrael, the one who answered Shilas. And like we said, from Shaila Meshav has so many volumes to it. Um, all different chuvas. they sent him Shilas from all over the world. Um, and like he writes in Chelek Beis, Tafnin Dalit, Ani Torin Ma'id, he says, I'm very busy, and the mailman, the post, brought just Thursday and Shabbos, Nun Dalit Mechtavim, 54 letters, of Rak Likre Levadei Nemasbik, just to read all the letters, there's almost no time. And in another place he says, even though he says, I was Meirich I Bazeh, was, um, he says, He said, There's no time for me to copy it over. He says, Already today, believe me, that I already answered nine chuvas. He got shilas from Algiers in, uh, in North Africa. He has a shaila in Chaylagal of Simimentes from New York, from Yehuda Mittelman in New York. Um, Rabboni Ashkenaz sent him shilas, Rabbi Israel. 
Rebbe Zriel Hildesheimer, who he calls him Rebbe Zriel Avbez in Eisenstadt, who's now in Berlin. Um, that's in Eidus Biyosef in the in Rambam Hilchas Eidus Daf Lamed Zayin. He 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 talks about a tshuva from him. Um, Rabbi Yosef uh, Edinger from Agencia, also from Germany, Yushalayim, Tveria, Chuvas from all over the world. In, um, <clears throat> in the Akdama to um, Shalom Eshev, Aleph, Beis, and Gimel, um, which he, he printed in Tafresh Chavches, he writes, Anoichi Hatzar Mitzire Alevim. I'm the young ones from the young Levim. And then he says an interesting thing. He says, Most of those who explain the Shulchan Aruch, We're either Kehanim or Levim. The Sma and the Shach were Kehanim. Just if you think about it, as we talk about, we're learning about the Paiskim, how many of these Gedalim we went through. We, we went through their lives. The Sma and the Shach. Uh, the Taz and the Shla were Levim. Ubizmanenu, he writes, Noidi Behuda Vaflo Arlevim, and Ksais Achoshin is a Kayan. So he sees Rav of the Mafarshi Shulchanarach Akahanim Levim. Vim, he says, Kierkam Gadol Harbe Merki, they're much greater than I am. But Lamaisa, I'm still Bene Levi Lemishbachaisam. I'm one of the Levim to, to that family. So that's what he writes in the Akdama about his, his role, so to speak, in Psak in Kla Yisrael. So that's he printed in Tafresh. Um, Chav Ches, Tavresh Chav Ches is 1868. Uh, a few years later in Tavresh Lame Gimel, he put out Madura Tinyana Beis Chalakim. So again, Madura Kama was three Chalakim, and then Madura Tinyana another two Chalakim. And in Tavresh Lame Dalit, he put out another two Chalakim of Tinyana. So that's four Chalakim already in Tinyana. And in Akdama Techelik Dalit, he writes, Eila Ezkara, this is what I remember, Rishchei Deshvat. Tafresh Lamegimel Nifter Avi. So his father was Nifter, 1873, Rish Shvat. He then printed Shalom Eshev Gimel Dalit, Hey Vav and Zayin. No, I'm sorry. Those were printed after he was Nifter. He printed, I think, just the first two, and the Madura Gimel, Madura Dalit, Hey Vav and Zayin, Divrei Shal Alatayra, um, all these svarim were printed um, after he was nifter. Many, many svarim. Um, just a little bit, he, some tidbits from his svarim in Tinyanachay Lagalif. He writes, He's, He reviews Tanach uh, every year, and he wrote a chiddush that he says, This year, when I went through Nach, I came up with the following chiddush. Um, in Divreshol Alatayra Kamo Kufayin Gimel, he writes, Novoksas Rayoini Bechaloimi Bilal Shabbos. This is what, what I, the Machshava, the thought that I had while I was dreaming on Shabbos, and also in Tinyan Alam and He also quotes another Vart that he was Machadish in, uh, in his dreams. Now in Tafresh Yulches, um, a year after he became the Rav in Lavav, was the big Machlaikis about. The big machlaikas about um, machine matzah. And uh, we talked about this, uh, Rabbi Shalem Kluger, um, we talked about this by the Aruch Laner, Rabbi Shalem Kluger came out against the machine matzahs, so too did the Sanzarov, the Divrechayim, so too did his brother-in-law, Ramar Chazev Itinga, who wasn't on the level of all those Gedailim, but it seems he was a big Manda Amar in going back and forth and telling the Gedalim what the machines look like. He was a big, very involved with the Oisrim. 
And and not only did they answer, they went very, very sharply against and very strongly against Rabbi Yisif Shol, who was moderate. And they wrote very stark things against him. And he wrote, uh, and they wrote that country is called Maidah Rabbi Yisrael. And he wrote a sefer called Bito Maida, and he brought many, and over there he has many different Gedailim that supported him, the Aruch Lener being one of them. We spoke about that in the Aruch Lener share. And he writes very sharply against his brother-in-law. I mean, very sharply. And he says, he was nothing till I learned with him. I made him who he was. And, and he, he writes very, very sharply against him. And he's very, and he says, the the, the, the ice room are misinformed. And um, it, very sharp things there. It's interesting, there he has a letter. His father wrote him to be mechazakim, but his father also is trying to calm him down. And he tells him, Hishomer hashkeit v'chadolacha bikino chamas gever. Quiet down, be careful from, from, from anger. He says, it's not novel gever chacham ba'oiz. It's not proper for someone who is the one who became a Godel in Klai Yisrael to be so upset about it. It almost sounds from the letters, Father doesn't want him to print it, um, print the whole Sefer, but it seems he did anyways. So that was a very big, um, very big thing, and that's where it seems, even though the history books, they write that uh, the, the falling out with his brother-in-law, nobody knows why, but it seems very clear when you look at the letters that he wrote here um, and what he wrote about his brother-in-law that this was really what uh, what made things fall apart. One of the milers of Shalomeshah was his his power of being matter. For example, in the Tshuva's Melamed Lahoyal, a uh, German Rav, um, Hoffman, Rav Hoffman, he writes about being mitzarif Mechalei Shabbos to a minion. Could Mechalei Shabbos be part of a minion? And he writes, V'efshir, perhaps they relied on the binyan Siyan Achadoshes, that's the Aruch Laner's Tshuva, that he writes, Mechalei Shabbos v'zmaneinu, that those are Mechalei Shabbos in our times over there in Germany, are like a little bit like a Tinnik Shanishba, they're like a child who didn't know better. Why? Mipnei Shabbavayneseinu harabim roiv Yisrael baratseinu Mechalei Shabbos. You hear the words that he's writing. Roiv of Kleis on our land in Germany, this is the mid to late 1800s were Mechal Shabbos the reason the Mechal Shabbos is not because they dafka want to be kaifer and deny Hashem existence they pasha don't know any better this is the way everyone was brought up and then he writes so too this Meshulam Zalman told me in the name of the Sholem Eshiv that the people in America they don't become possible because of Mechal Shabbos so the Binyan Sian said it about the German Jews and the Sholem Eshiv said it about the American Jews um it's interesting, in Madura Gimel, he brings uh, a Shaila, he says, Higiyani Ayayim Telegraph, about a Shaila, it came from Broad, Reb Shleim Kluger, asked them to make a chasana on Erev Yontif. There seems to be a minig, the Magan Avram brings down a minig, not to make a chasana on Erev Yontif. And it seems that there, everything was ready, and I guess they didn't know about this minig, and it was going to be a hefzid gadol, and... Um, and they sent a telegraph to uh, to uh, Rabbi Yisif Shal to um, a telegram to him um, asking him what to do. So he says, "Omna Masrei Demaru." I can't really pass him to Shlomo Kluger's place, 
but he goes through it and he says again, he, he, tars, he says, I hold his mutter. He says, He says, It's true there's such a minute, he says, but there's such a loss, the Torah is chasa mamonim Yisrael, and therefore he needs to be matter. There's an interesting sefer called Matseves Kaidish. It's really three volumes. And um, basically what he did, this person, he went into the old cemetery in Lvov and he copied down the uh, text of all different Matsevas there. And he looked and he found different Matsevas. And Rabbi Yisif Shal writes a letter in the beginning of the sefer. He says, I went with him and I saw that the author of the sefer, he found that there are descendants of Yoyna Hanavi in our Beis HaKvaris, Asher that they were exiled with the Gullus and they ended up somehow in Lvov. He says, and many of them, um, they're descendants of Yoyna, and under Matseva they actually carved in a, uh, a, an image of a fish. Another play on words. Um, as a sign for the fish that Yaina found Manayach there. I don't know how much Manayach Yaina had in there, but that Yaina found in the fish. And, uh, and he was very much mechazic, his work there of going, uh, going through the, uh, the cemetery there and copying down and finding different things. But that was just a very interesting thing to me that they found in the old cemetery of Lvov uh, descendants of Yoyna Hanavi who ended up somehow in Lvov. When it comes to Hasidus, um, you can look at different Svarim and um, the, the Misnagdim make him into a very big Misnagid. The Hasidim try to say he wasn't such a big Misnagid. Depends where you, where you look. Um, he, he, he's considered a Misnagid because he was very strong against things that he held were Kenegad Halacha. He was very strong against uh, not davening Bizman, uh, changing the Nusach from Nusach Ashkenaz to Sfard in, in Shalom Eshev, Tlitoi, Chelek Aleph, Reish Mem Zayim. He writes, Kol B'nei Medino Seinu, B'gam Medino's Hagar, all of our, our, uh, um, of our country people and uh, Hungarians, B'pnei Ashkenazim. He says, we're from Ashkenaz. The Hasidim from the days of Abshemtov, they started the Yasig Minig Nusach Svardim to go with the Minig of Nusach Svardim. He says, uh, many different things. We follow the Ramah, we go with Ashkenaz, we don't go with the Beis Yosef and Svardim in many things of Isser. Like it says, Kobane Israel Yitzim Biyad Ramah. We mentioned this in the Shir on the Ramah. All of Klaiso go with Biyad Ramah. It means a, a, a mighty hand, a, but uh, it's a play on words of Ramah. Reish Memalif of the Ramah, Shimine Gashkenaz. Yesh Bezal Titush Teresimecha. He says, changing the Nusach is a problem of Titush Teresimecha. And he says, Harbi Yesh Ladaver, there's a lot for me to speak about this, but Kashem Shemitzvah Ladaver Dabra Anishma, just like there's a mitzvah to say things that'll be listened to, there's also a mitzvah not to say things that are not going to be listened to. And he writes about wearing tefillin and chalamayid, which also at that time was Minig uh, Ashkenaz uh, is to wear. And he says, How can we go to the minig of the Svardim like the Chassidim do and not wear tefillin? He says, someone who was brought up on the knees of the Ashkenazim, 
He says, There's a whole shaila you put on those, even those who wear tefillin on Cholamayid. Uh, on, on Mr. Burr brings down from the Prima Godim not to bring, wear tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam, but he writes, I even wear tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam after Prima Godim Now you see, Rabbeinu Tam tefillin have nothing to do with being Hasidish, because he's, he's professing to be here um, non Hasidish, and he's talking about tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam, and it's more Alpi Kabbalah. But, anyways, so this is why he's known as a very strong mistaget. However, at the same time, he brings from the G'dayl Hasidus in his farim. He brings from the Bardichever. He brings from the Baal Shem Tov. Um, he was somehow he was cousins with the Divrachayim of Tzans, and uh, he would send his name there and his mother's name that they should daven for him on Yom Neiroim. So you know, so there was he, he he so so he was in the middle. Misnagin and Chassid. He was on both sides. Um, so each side could either uh, claim him or disclaim him um, for their side. Um, and in fact, in uh, Shalomesh of Chamishoy, he's looking for a hetter for those he calls the Prushim. They weren't called Chassidim, the Prushim, who go to the Mikvan Shabbos and Yontif and before Tkiya Shaifer, and he wonders why it's Mutter, and he writes a, a hetter over there. He finds a hetter for them um, to do it. So this is again from the big Misnagdim. Um, this is how he was. Uh, how 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 he um, how he acted. In the year 1862, they offered him the rabbonus in Brisk, and in fact, in the Haskama to the Yamshel Shloimai that signed in uh, Tough Reish Chaf Beis. Um, I'm sorry, this is yeah Tough Reish Chaf Beis. Um, he writes Av Bezdin Levav. He writes he signs his name as the Rav of Levav. Whose net is spread out to brisk. It almost sounds like he was planning on taking the job. However, Lemaisa, they didn't let him leave Lvov. So instead, he told Brisk they should take the grandson of the of the Yeshua's Yaakov. If you remember, remember from last year, we mentioned him, Reb Tzvi Hirsch, um, Orenstein was the grandson of the Yeshua's Yaakov. His father, Reb Tzvi Hirsch's father, had been Nifter, Ramad Chazev had been Nifter. And uh, so he, he said that he should become the Rav and Brisk, and Itaka became the Rav and Brisk. Um, afterwards, after the Rabbi Yosef Shal was Nifter, this Rav Tzvi Harish became the next Rav of Lvov, keeping it um, in the family. In Tevis of Tafresh, uh, Lamed of 1875, um, or end of, eight, uh, end of 1874, beginning of 1875, he got sick. But he was still answering, answering Shilas from his bed, from his sick bed. And even though the uh, the doctors told them that they're not allowed to bring any uh, any any letters to him because it too, takes too much strength. However, of course, he kept on answering um, the Shilas. <coughs> Excuse me. And on Chavzayin Adar Aleph, he was Nifter. And the next day was the Levaya. It says the people of Lvov themselves were over 6,000 people, men being Malavahim. And uh, they came from all around, from all of the surrounding Kehilois. Close to 15,000 people were Malavahim to the Beis HaKvaris. Rabbi Yisrael did not have any children. His nephew, Rabbi Yitzhak Aaron Ettinga, was maspid him and said the following vart. You know, we say, Vai de Masnan. The Gemara says, Woe is to us that we are going to die. That is the, uh, that's the Lushan of the Gemara when it talks about uh, different things that Amiraim said. So he made a play on words, this Rebitzah Karna Etinga. He says that till now there was a, an address for all the Shilas in the world. All the Shilas were sent to Rabbi Yosef Shal. 
He says, but now there's, he's not here anymore. So who's going to answer the Shilas? So he says, must be that it come to people like me and to other Rabbanim who are going to answer the Shilas. He says, are we right to paskin? Are we right to be called vay demasnan? Also, lotion of tnan, of learning. Not demasnan that we're going to die. Vay that we are the ones who are going to be the teachers. He said, oy vavoy, if we are the called the bali hayra, if we are the ones who are going to paskin, we're nowhere near the level of Rabbi Yosef Shal was. And that was the hesped he said on, on, de, uh, on Rabbi Yosef Shal, vay demasnan. What was it that now we have to step up and be ke'ilu, the ones who paskin shaylas, we don't measure up to Rabbi Yosef Shal at all. This was the life of Rabbi Yosef Shal. <coughs> Natanzin, the Baal Shal Umeshev, Chav Zayin Adar, Tuf Reish, Lamed Hay, of 1875, and Zchus Yisrael, Bezis Hashem, next week we're going to begin a, a, a new series, a series on Svardash Gedolim, of course, we have not exhausted many, many more Ashkenaz Gedolim for us to learn about, but we're going to take a little break from the Ashkenaz Gedolim and maybe learn about some Svardash Gedolim next week, and we will begin Bezaz Hashem with the Ben Yishchai next Tuesday. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kaltov.